Lincolnshire Spirit Seekers Podcast, a famous case of truly frightening entities. Hauntings truly run the spectrum of the weird. You have some that merely involve moving objects, others that entail roving apparitions of some type, but still others some malevolent case where reports of physical violence and assault revolving about them. Then you had the most truly terrifying, frightening accounts that involve all the above. One of the most terrifying hauntings in history seems to have settled down on the most very unfortunate family in the 1970s, involving a group of spectres with, with an inclination for violence, mayhem and even rape. And which would go go beyond one of the most ghastly, in, become one of the most ghastly instances of paranormal activity on record. Story. Of one of the most frightening and violent haunting teams of all time starts in 1974 with a single mother by the name of Doris Bliver, B-I-T-H-E-R who lived in Culver City, California, with her four children. Her family had moved here from Santa Monica in order to try and start a new life after a string of abusive race relationships that Doris had seen had been in and to try and escape a demon of alcoholism. It was a rough time of things as Doris had barely enough to raise her four children, all born to different fathers, they were a broken family living in dirt poor conditions, but things would soon get worse still when something decidedly dark and paranormal came along, came calling. It started rather creepily enough with an old elderly woman who came up one day shortly after they moved to tell Doris out of the blue that she once lived in the house and it, and it was evil for wandering off to never to be seen again. So far, so eerie. Not long after this, there would be instances of classic protocols activity, such as lights turning on and off, objects moving on their own, and autonomous noises, all which were witnessed by all the family. Then things gradually did to more frightening than apparitions would, when, would, when apparitions would start appearing. At first it was just a glimpse of a shadow, figure moving across the living room a moment in poetry of, of in the vision there but it got steadily more intense and even neighbours began seeing these things around the house the figures were seen started to take shape appearing as fog like humanoid shapes that would move about to really or merely sit in the corner and simply watch It became increasingly clear there's more than one of these entities as well. Either, either three or four of them, depending on who you ask. Although the Harrises had said there were four. This spooky paranormality, although at the first scary, was almost harmless, was mostly harmless. But would not stay that way for long, soon becoming increasingly terrifying. Not in content to just middle about and cause mischief, the entities began to lash out at the family, pushing, shoving, hitting, and even clawing or biting them. 
This had happened at all hours, even in the middle of the daytime. Harris would say, We've all been punished for some form of attack. After experiencing some sort of attack, there was a pushing, biting, scratching being done to us. But there were four entities in the home. They made themselves known by appearing all the time. I think it took a lot of energy for them to do that. It was if they, the four entities, showed themselves whatever they felt like. Though he, he claimed there were four with respect to Doris herself would later claim that there were only three, but the true number was too many. Even more terrifying still was that the entities became to actively target Doris the most vulnerably, and it went from simple pushes, scratches and bites to full-on assault the ghost being allegedly holding her down and raping her with abandon. This would happen in the next room with terrified children listening to the bangs, fuds and the mothers shouting as they cowered in the, in the shadows. But it's also something right in front of their eyes. These voracious attacks and sexual assaults went on unabated for the, when the apparitions appearing without warning practically every day and night got to the point where the family was desperate for, for anyone to help them. The biggest entities then gained a creepy nickname for himself. Mr. Who's It? Dice went, took it upon himself to approach paranormal investigators and parapsychologists Carrie Gaymore and Dr. Barry Taff, who were intrigued by a harrowing tale, to say the least, they went about arranging a full investigation of the claims. They would not be disappointed. The team involved moved into the moved in for the investigation on March twenty on on April on August twenty second, nineteen seventy four. Thinking the first time there'd be not, not much or this any other than a seriously disturbed young woman. The first thing they did was take a look at the murid bruises, scratches and scars that she had all her body, especially along her up in her thighs, allegedly affected by entities which proved to be far more savage and severe than they expected. She gave an additional information and attacks by saying there were three of them, despite her son's claim there were four, and that the two small ones would hold her down while the bigger one raped her. Intrigued, but not yet solid, Sold, the investigators set up their equipment with an effort to gather any information at all at all over haunting. When the, when this is done, they had Doris go into the room where the most activity had been occurring and told her to start yelling and cursing at the unseen entities, trying to draw them out. Almost immediately, it was intense orb activity place like angry bees. After this, Dice was seen to be enveloped by a greenish mist, followed by the militarization of what appeared to be upper toast of a man, which hovered there in the mist and apparently so terrifying that one investigator fainted. His torso could, could not have captured could not be captured on the equipment. But there is a photograph of Doris with a strange arc of light appearing over her. This sort of intense paranormal activity 
would, would continue virtually unabated for the next several months of the investigation, including, including apparitions, mysterious lights, temperature drops, horrific mystery odours, moving objects. It, it also it, it, it was even noticed that the investigators' presence actually seemed to anger and to irritate the entities. It was also found that they were playing music by the metal group Black Sabbath also seemed to cause an inactivity, making it all stronger, but it suddenly started winding down and stopping altogether for no discernible reason. In latter years, Doris would move her and her family to another place on several occasions, but according to her, at the time, the entities would follow her everywhere they went, though some what weaker than they had been. She would even claim that at one point she had been impregnated by one of the spirits. Though her case had been quite well known at the time, Doris herself would drop off the radar for years, for finally succumbing to a cardiac arrest in 1995, leaving us no further along to what happened to her when these supernatural forces first targeted her. What exactly happened to this poor woman and her family? What, what sort of spirits or entities targeted them? And why? What would happen a lot? What would, that would depend on a lot who you ask. But according to Taff itself, it was nothing to do with ghosts or spirits. He, as we imagine, Taff is convinced that one woman caused by the subconscious mind lashing out to affect, affect the world around in some sort through psychosis, the ability to move the through S P S Y C H O C H O K E N S E S I S the ability to move objects with the mind. His theory this is a result of various factors come together to cause the mind of, for the victim to reach out, wreak havoc on the outside world, often found without the awareness of what was going on. So instant that he is this case insistent that this is the case, that such hauntings are caused by protections of living beings called rather than demons of, of, of the ghosts of the dead, he has expressed his disdain for those paranormal ideas saying he does not believe in them. The evidence and the collected data suggests that these effects are a result of what is called recurrent spontaneous psychonesis, RSPK. There's two types of parachocinesis, moving physical objects around without physical means. These are microscopic, which works on very small scale. Things like occurring random number generators, random event generators, and moving, moving subatomic atoms, particles around. It's usually an electrostatic found fatigue in the individual soon shown as it's done on a, con- done on a conscious level. Then there's a micros- ma- microscope which is we call a poltergeist, M-A-C-O, 
S-C-O-P-C. There's a whole different ball wax. We're talking about the ability to move very massive objects, hundreds of pounds, easily. It's done on a subconscious level. There's no fatigue seen in the person at the call. But like the microscopic type, they, it's believed that this form is adrenalinated by the living human agency. TAF has used its explanation to explain a wide range of what attritions is considered to be a paranormal phenomenon, which is compelled in a book called Aliens Above, Ghosts Below, Explorations of the Unknown, E-X-P-O-L-R-A-T-I-O-N-S, which takes the approach of trying to explain all those disparate phenomena of the real world rational solutions. Others disagree. They say there is somewhat of a demonic presence, a trio of ghosts up to no good, or just the delusions of a fragile mind. Never been sold either way. Whatever the case, it remains to be seen that the Marine Bot time, the Doris Brothers story has gone on to become one of the most frightening and controversial accounts of haunting on record. So famous noteworthy is this mysterious case that it was made into a nineteen eighty three Hollywood film based on events called The Entity, starring Barbara Harrisy, H E R S H E Y, directed by Sidney J. Ferru, F R U R F U R I E, which is loosely based on the real events that was that terrified his family so violently. We will never know for sure.